Welcome to the Momentum Podcast, where our vision is to help real estate agents gain momentum toward their goals. We are in episode six, and this episode is going to be all about self-care. I love it, Corey, and I feel like this is such a timely topic. Here we are, it's early June. In many areas, school has just gotten out or is about to get out, and you're a mom, not necessarily of school-age kids yet, right. but I have lots of friends with school-age kids, and there's just this like fever <laughs> that's sort of pervasive right now. <laughs> and so I think it's a really timely conversation to talk about how do we take care of ourselves, mm-hmm. not just as we enter a new season, but all the time. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the whole topic of put your oxygen mask on before helping others. Mm. And that's what we're here to talk about today. That's right. So, that's let's right. Let's put our oxygen masks on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you bet. Buckle up. We're going to do it. <laughs> so let's define for our listeners, what does self-care even mean in real estate? Hmm. It's it's kind of a big question. And, and I don't know that I have the precise answer, but mm. I guess I'll... I'll kind of offer what what it means to me mm-hmm. and what I think about. I think if we want to be our best selves it, in all of life, not just in our real estate business, but in our personal life and our other pursuits and our other relationships and goals, then we have to take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and care can look a lot of different ways. It can look like a lot of different things. Uh, and we'll unpack some of that, you know, in our episode today. But I think that's sort of the umbrella premise of like, we have to take care of ourselves to to be the best version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like it's so important in this industry because as realtors, real estate agents, we can, I mean, it does, it, it feels like a lot of pressure. So we can take so much on because we're dealing with someone's biggest transaction Mm -hmm. of their life and it is super important to that one person but you cannot lose sight of the fact that you have a family and you have a life and there's the outdoors and like Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's so much to do one of my favorite therapists I've had in my life explained something that I thought was really sweet was make a list of all the different self-care methods you may use or have. Mm. If that's go outside and take one breath, if that's get tea, if that's, you know, any exercise. Take a bath. Yeah, take a walk. All those things. Just make a huge list and put it in your office so that you can go to that and see the five-minute thing and the one-minute thing and the 20-minute thing and pick and choose what self-care method could work for oh, you. Oh, I like that. Right? That's a, that's a really practical kind of tip. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's really helpful. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've we've all experienced an agent that's either burnt out mm-hmm. or on the verge of burnout. Mm-hmm. And I think about what what is that experience like for their clients? Mm-hmm. You know, as I consider what professionals I want to work with, I want somebody who has vitality and has energy. And it doesn't mean they're the, you know, paragon of health. (laughs) Right. And how are you supposed to take care of others in such a big way if you're not then taking care of yourself? Absolutely. 
So a stat that we found that was actually on NAR, National Association of Realtors, said that one in five people are struggling with mental health issues and Mm. burnout and all of that. So think about five realtors that you know right now, and one person in that group is struggling. And that's a lot of people. So what do we think is the importance of this self-care topic? Hmm. Yeah, I feel like we've kind of covered a little bit of it already, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, in terms of like bringing our best to the table, literally and figuratively. But, you know, I feel like we stand a better chance of having longevity in this career if we prioritize self-care and taking care of ourselves. I feel like we deliver better results for our clients. Mm -hmm. That whole idea of being present and active and ready and engaged, that says a lot to your buyers and sellers uh, that you're working with. So I think there's that client satisfaction piece Mm -hmm. that's obviously really important. I know, and maybe I'm speaking for you, but when we got started in this career, this is long-term. You know, I didn't get into this thinking, I'm just going to go hard for a year or two and then burn myself out and quit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's not the vision that I had Mm -hmm. when I started. And so I think for you and I both who are really still at the early part of our careers in real estate, I I love that we've already made this an important conversation Mm -hmm. uh, that we've had outside of obviously this episode. Mm -hmm. It's part of what we talk about with our colleagues and our, you know, groups that we're associated with. Mm So, um, so yeah, I feel like there's that longevity piece. That's, Mm -hmm. that's really important. What about for you? You know, I think, I think about relationships. We're in a relationship business. So uh, leading off of what you just said about showing up for our clients and being engaged and being there, there's only one way to do that. And that's kind of make sure you're taking care of yourself and that you are shutting your phone off. And I think about it with kids. With kids, I have seen that they are not taught things very well but they watch you. So I've heard the terminology caught, not taught. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was such a brilliant thing because my kids see me when we're outside and I'm watching them play. And instead of being engaged with them and playing, I'm on my phone. And that's not the best look for a mom. So I've been really focused on that lately of if I'm going to be with my kids, I'm going to be with my kids. Mm -hmm. And if I have a client call, I'm going to step into my office so that they see my husband. And I just think that that's, yeah, I think that's super important. And that's huge part of this. Yeah. A really good principle to keep in mind. And I don't think it's just with kids. You know, I think we have influence and I think about younger agents that are watching. How do we do business? Are we, are we fully engaged? Are we present? Are we distracted by our phones? Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes there's the idea of like, well, I just need to look busy. Well, that, that doesn't, nobody wins, Mm -hmm. you know, in that. You can always say, you know, I have to be gone by two because I have a meeting Mm -hmm. or, you know, and that can seem quote unquote busy, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I love that because that sort of ties into kind of the next sort of topic mm -hmm. around boundaries Mm -hmm. and, and such an important concept, whether it's in business or in life, Mm -hmm. but how do you understand boundaries and, and how do you 
employ them in your real estate business? This is a hard question, Mm -hmm. especially because I actually have decided my word of the year is boundaries because Mm -hmm. it's something I really want to focus on and especially with my family and my career and all of those things. But my favorite mantra that I've been using in my head, not only just the word boundaries, but my favorite mantra is treat everything like it's a $2 million listing. Mm. Because you guys know, as listeners, you wouldn't sit in a $2 million listing appointment with your cell phone out. You wouldn't, you know, sit there and say, oh, hold on a second, let me take this call. So I have been treating things like that that are on my calendar like it is a $2 million listing because it's true. Like, and this time that I'm spending with you right now, like this is very important to me mm-hmm. and I love it. But another quick thing that I've done is turn off my notifications to my text messages. And that has been huge. Mm -hmm. I don't know if any of you have read the book, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. I don't think it's in the book, but he talks about how every time you get distracted, it takes an additional 15 minutes to get back on task. Mm. And that is huge. Mm -hmm. You know, those 15 minutes add up. If you get 75 texts a day, I mean, think about 75 times 15 Mm. minutes and what that looks like. So that's been huge for me to turn that off because then I am in control of when I look at my text messages. Now, I wish Apple would hear me right now when I say, please put the unread at the top. That would be really (laughs) helpful for me. (laughs) But yeah, so... Kristen, I think you've got some news to share with the listeners about your text messages. Yeah. (laughs) Well, at the advice and counsel of some good friends, I actually did the same thing. Only like two weeks ago, friends. So this is very, very early and new and fresh. But I can tell you that even in that two weeks, it's been a game changer. You know, I think we, we get lulled into this habit of responding to every ding and buzzer and alarm and whether that's an email coming through or a text message. And I think we sort of buy this lie that like we have to be always ready to respond to, you know, if we're in a deal with clients. Or we're going to lose $10,000. Yeah, yeah. Or Or we're going to like somehow blow a deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I will say as a caveat, there are times when you have to be more available Mm -hmm. and present. So I'm not saying this is like all the time, but as a general rule, it is perfectly okay and healthy to turn those notifications off. And maybe that forces you to be more disciplined with your calendar and how you have blocked time on your calendar to have focused time of whether it's prospecting or you're working on certain aspects of your business. Maybe you're putting your marketing together for next week's social media campaign or you're working on a blog. No, those are all important things, but If we don't dedicate that time, but we're constantly interrupted by an email or a text message, we're not, we're not really serving ourselves well in that time block. Mm -hmm. So put time on your calendar, you know, if you need to, to say, I'm going to take a half hour and I'm going to respond to new text messages. I'm going to respond to new emails that have some urgency. I think what it does is it shifts the, the, the power and, and it puts you in control, not your phone or a device or even more broadly, someone else saying, I need you right now. 
So I, I love that. I love the shift that it sort of brought into my like mental world, but also very practically in my calendar and my day to day functioning. So it's so true. And I think that is a wonderful point about a calendar being a boundary. Like, mm-hmm. have you ever thought about that? Like mm-hmm. our calendars are a boundary and I know I was not someone who ever used a calendar. And then I was told just what, give me one hour a week. And I blocked that one hour. And then all of a sudden now my, my whole, like my date nights are blocked. My nephew's recital tonight is mm-hmm. blocked. Like I've got time blocked out mm-hmm. personal and uh, business wise. So. Well, I think what it does, going back to this idea of being fully present, there was a book I read years ago that the, the quote that I hang on to is, wherever you are, be all there. Mm-hmm. And I love that idea of just being present. So if you're with a friend, be present with that friend. If you're with your kids, be present, look them in the eye, be involved in whatever activity they're doing. If you're on a date night, like be all there and how much more I think we get when we actually give ourselves fully mm-hmm. in those, in those moments. Yeah. Life's too short. Mm-hmm. Too short to be living next to our devices because really that's it. <laughs> yeah. And I think I have shied away from using the whole like balance word. Yeah. You know, you hear like the, you know, the narrative is work-life balance. I, I don't really like that. I don't yeah. subscribe to that because I, I think I operate more of like in that concept of be fully present wherever I am. Mm-hmm. Well, that might not be balanced, but that's how I want to live. Yeah, because one week we might be fully showing houses the entire week because we've got a client in town. And then Mm -hmm. the next week we've got some family in town and we're going to take off and go for a hike or go do something. So let's talk really briefly because it's summer and summer is often a season where people take vacations. Mm -hmm. Um, Talk a little bit about what you've learned and what you sort of implement in your own real estate business Mm -hmm. with regard to vacations. Yeah, And I mean, it's so perfect in a boundary conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It can be so difficult as an entrepreneur to relinquish control over and, and to leave for a vacation, Mm -hmm. but one calendar plan that vacation because it is so important. And two, please do not work in a different location. (laughs) Like that is just, I've done it. I've been there and it is not healthy. You guys, what is healthy is finding a realtor partner that you trust one that is like you, because remember your clients are working with you because they know, like, and trust you. Mm And find somebody that has similar maybe business as you because what you can do has worked really well for me is we don't pay each other commissions. We don't talk about any type of payment. We might pay a showing partner to help with showings because that can get a little overwhelming, Mm -hmm. but we don't pay each other anything and we do have balance, which is surprising where she takes off a certain amount of time and I take the certain amount of time and it's been pretty even right now. So we take about a week off and she has my business completely handled about a couple days before she leaves or I leave. We, we download and talk through everybody. We get everybody on group text. We share with everybody what's happening And then either an hour a day, 30 minutes a day, 
whatever feels good. I'm actually going overseas and I was told only two hours. So two days a whole week to connect. So that's going to be a little more difficult, (laughs) but I think it's important. So check in with those people and be available Mm -hmm. at certain times. So Mm -hmm. that's been really helpful. And then when you come back, just make sure you're caught up. Some, some really good advice that I haven't used in the past. I'm going to use this next time is in your CRM. Make sure that you have all of your updated information so that person can have access to your CRM and easily see where you left off with each client which is brilliant. And Mm -hmm. not only that, but that person that you've delegated this task to can also add in notes so you can see, Mm -hmm. and they can even put a task in there that says the the day Mm -hmm. you come back, Mm -hmm. look at this, you know? So it's, it's brilliant. It's so helpful. I love it. And so smart, really, again, early in our careers to, to kind of establish those habits and, and then I think it'll get easier and easier as you move forward. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, I don't, I can honestly say, I don't know of any of my clients who would be irritated that they didn't hear from me if I was on an overseas trip, you know, <laughs> yeah. not that they want any balls to drop, but if, if they knew that I had a trusted partner mm-hmm. here who was taking care of things and I was still checking in, but I was really released to mm-hmm. actually have a vacation, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think that's probably pretty, pretty common. And we're human, you guys. Sometimes people can just push that boundary so much, even into the evenings at nine o'clock at night. And, and you've got to, now we've heard over and over, don't be legalistic about Mm -hmm. this, these boundary Mm -hmm. things, but also make sure that you're not every night working till nine 30 at night Mm -hmm. or not going on vacation because you're too terrified to leave your business Mm -hmm. because you guys, we only have one life. (laughs) There's only one. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I want to reiterate what you said at the beginning about when you take a vacation, don't just work with a different view. Mm -hmm. That's something our, our coach and mentor has Mm -hmm. said a lot. And, and I really take that to heart because it's so easy to do to just be like, Oh yeah, I'm actually just working from the beach this week. (laughs) No, that's not a vacation. Uh -uh. So, so I love it. So let's talk a little bit about self-care with you know, we've kind of defined it. We've talked about what the importance of it is. We've talked about boundaries around self-care. Now, another huge topic is health and well-being in mm-hmm. self-care. So what does that look like for you on a weekly basis, Kristen? Because I know you've got a red... Yeah, I, I think this wasn't uh, honestly an intentional strategy, but I'm so glad that I have adopted it and it's part of my rhythm. But yeah, I started playing tennis a couple of years ago and it was pretty much shortly after I'd gotten started in real estate. So it just so happened that way. But um, that's been a really great hobby for me, just something I enjoy. It's opened up new relationships, which fills me. And then of course there's the physical activity. It's not a super intense workout, but when you do it consistently and I try to make time to play three times a week and it's just been a really good discipline for me. And I'll be honest that it doesn't always happen at a super opportune time, 
And some people may judge me for that, but I put it on my calendar and I make time for that. A lot of times it's in the mornings, but some days it's in the evenings, but it doesn't really matter when it is. It's the fact that I've put it on my calendar and I've made it a priority. Mm-hmm. And and like anything, I'm not legalistic about it. So there are times when if I have clients coming in from out of town and we need to do a day of showings, well, it's not going to work out for me to play tennis that day. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I can flex around that. And so I hold it loosely, but I also make it a priority. Mm-hmm. And then I think whenever you start, you know, doing physical activity, it often then coincides with like thinking about what you're eating and your nutrition and, and what are you consuming, you know, literally. And so that tends to go up and down a little bit more, but, but it does sort of bring it into focus. And so I find that your overall health is enhanced when you've committed to some physical activity. Mm -hmm. And then you also start thinking about what you're intaking. Mm -hmm. It's so true. I also was sitting here listening to you and also thinking about how you go to tennis But also, those are all new relationships that then feed your business. And it's just kind of brilliant because you're not intentionally going and saying, I'm a realtor, I want to buy, I want to sell your house, I want to blah, 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 blah. But you genuinely love these people. You have the common interest of tennis. Mm -hmm. And then that naturally happens. So, yes, you're taking the time out to do the thing you love and have the health that you need and fuel yourself but then at the same time it's still real estate so (laughs) yes it's a boundary and it's like the thing but it's like there's still real estate in your blood in that moment right (laughs) you can't ever get away from it (laughs) but it's just a beautiful thing but it is it is so beautiful yeah because I I recently have been going to the gym I joined a gym it's it's a little pricey but honestly it's so worth it and I don't care you know what people say Sometimes the price can then fuel you to then make more money. You Mm -hmm, know what I mean? mm -hmm. So it really has. And again, the classes aren't an opportune time, but noon is my time to go. And I just put it on the calendar and tell people I can't do my lunch dates Mm -hmm. or I can't go do a listing appointment that time. I'm Mm -hmm. just not available. Right. They don't have to know I'm exercising, you know? They might find out on my social media. That's what I've been doing. But from that, I am helping that business or trying to help that business. I'm trying to promote them. Mm -hmm. I'm also building new relationships with those ladies that I've been working out with and men. And it does. It fuels your business. So, okay, it's $115 a month. I might make a sale in that in a year and that is, has already paid mm-hmm. for itself. So mm-hmm. you kind of have to think about it that way. Cause I've heard so many people recently say to me, I'm not going to go cause it's too expensive. Mm-hmm. And yes, I also understand that some sure. people might not have the, the funds and that's okay. There mm-hmm. are other ways you can figure that out, mm-hmm. but it's yeah, it, it pays for itself for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, and I think sometimes there's the element of, if you're paying for something, you're more committed to showing up. You've got some real skin in the game. And so it forces that discipline because you're like, well, I'm not just interested in like throwing money out the window. So I'm going to actually put my body behind it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I think when you're with people, actually not, I think I know because there's a Netflix documentary around this. And if I could think of the name, I'll let you know, but 
it talks about how when you're with people exercising and working through something, you actually are going to work out harder. Mm. And they talked about how COVID kind of affected that and how people stopped working out because they were in their homes. So, so isolated. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and people will do business with you guys when you are out and about and in the community and in person. It's just proven fact. So. Well, and I, I love too being able to respond to clients. A lot of my clients are just good people. And so they're like naturally curious, like what are things that you do for fun? And I love being able to share like my love for tennis and things that I do outside of real estate. Mm-hmm. It doesn't take anything away from my real estate expertise or my skill. And that I'm not saying like, well, all I do is eat, sleep, and breathe real estate. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, okay, like, cool. But but I love being able to like say, I love to do this with my friends. And I love to, you know, mm-hmm. play tennis multiple times a week. And mm-hmm. I'm in tennis leagues. And it, it just makes you a more interesting person. Mm-hmm. And I think we all want to do business with interesting people. That's so true. I love that. So something else besides health and well-being that I know you and I have is a support system and a network around you. How do you think that plays into self-care? Yeah, I think there's so many benefits to building and, and really committing yourself to a network of people that not only are showing up for you, but you're showing up for them. And there's this mutuality that I think is so critical to our well-being because, you know, sure, we, we think of what we can receive, but how much more do we do we get when we give? Mm-hmm. And and so I love being in a community where we're showing up for each other. And that that takes many different forms. You know, our particular group, we have a couple of calls every week that we're a part of and and we're we're really intentional about, you know, this whole idea of presence. Like, okay, so we're separated by miles, but We make sure our cameras are on, you know, nine times out of 10, you know, our cameras are on and, and we see each other's faces and there's something so powerful about that. Mm -hmm. But we use that time to challenge each other, to encourage each other, to find out like how we can help and support one another, whether it's real practical things that we're encountering in a transaction or how might I deal with this client situation or I have this opportunity. I I need to like just bounce this off of some other people. And I think I know for me, it's kept me from feeling like I'm on an island as an agent and a realtor. And I know that that's a lot of people's experience. Even if they're part of a really great brokerage, mm-hmm. they can still feel really alone. And so I love that we have that community mm-hmm. that there's no formal structure to it. We're not on a team together, mm-hmm. um, but we've just made that commitment to show up for each other. Mm-hmm. And and I know that I'm healthier because of it. Mm-hmm. And I know my business is healthier and is mm-hmm. thriving because of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that personally I've had some really tough times on those calls where I have just bawled my eyes out. And I felt completely comfortable doing that. And I was fully supported and was checked in on after that. And 
I feel like my, my past pattern would have been to fall into some type of depression with Mm. that. And I was just so uplifted that Mm. I was able to continue my business in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. So I love it. That's wonderful. Was this the end of our episode? I think it is. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we could certainly talk for hours about this topic, but I feel like we kind of hit hit some high points here and hopefully it it is helpful for our listeners as they work on their own goals uh, of self-care. Yeah. I hope you guys can follow us on Instagram. We just started an Instagram. It's called Momentum in Real Estate. Oh no. Sure. (laughs) Oh no. 